Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, as well as Relentless, who has the spiciest takes and Wamit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello, welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. I'm your host, Lazira, and I'm joined, as always, by Wabs. How's it going, Wabs? It's going pretty good. That always has a caveat. I'm not here next week. Putting that you're out not, there. You're early. not. It's That's okay. It. <laughs> I have an idea. Um, worst case, I'll just blame it on Rolando. So, good. Uh, good. is not actually related to the idea, but I'll just blame it on him anyway. It's you know, his fault regardless. I feel like we did that last week, you know, you know. The joke, like, I wonder what point of that joke we're at, you know? Because, like, a joke is, like, kind of funny in the beginning, and then it's terrible, and it's kind of funny again, and then it's terrible, and then it's, like, really funny for, like, two seconds, and then it's back to being terrible. So, like, I'm, I'm hoping that this was, like, the perfect time to say it, and then then we're good. We can probably, like, lay off the relentless jokes for a bit, you know? Vocally. I will... <laughs> It, I got my own things. We're gonna. We're not talking about it. That's the whole point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, speaking of things to talk about, I need to. I need to thank. We have so many new patrons like joining, hopping in. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are loving the pre shows and the, the Rob and Kyle shows and ad free and all that. So uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to thank right off the bat, like Elias, Awesomeness, Go Blue, Quintalis, I drink Clorox. Man, all this month we it's been it's been incredible. So thank you so much uh, for your support. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah, I just wanted to shut them out right off the bat. We had a we had a um we also for those for those cuz cuz the the base like $3 tier gives you ad free and gives you the pre-shows, but it doesn't give you the Rob and Kyle show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh and it doesn't give you the shadows, right? But it's it's a nice little tier that some people have kind of ch- chosen um cuz it's it's like a non-commitment tier, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like I want to support you guys, but like, you know, I this isn't a Netflix subscription for us, you know? <laughs> That's kind of that's kind of what it is, but um, I did I did want to mention it because uh, I think we had a fun time on the on the actual Robin Kyle show where we went through our five and ten dollar tier uh, patrons and we're like, yo, mm. we're gonna make you guys Pokemon, and so some people some people had some pretty funny results. So yep. I was I was really happy that I think we'll I think we'll try to have some kind of thing like that for the patrons every month, uh, some kind of silly um, I don't know relate relate their names to stuff or or that. Yeah. Um, other stuff to shout out here right off the bat because I don't want to keep this announcement thing too too long. Uh, coaching, yo, Wabs, Elias, the the masterminds. If you if you want some coaching, if you want to, you know, get fit, except in Rock League for the summer, uh, you can you can shout them out. <laughs> summer um, RL bod, that's it. Summer RL bod, yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's kind of it's kind of like a soccer ball. Um, I'll I'll let you sit on that. Uh, because you're sitting and playing rock anyway uh the, so <laughs> um the the next thing i wanted to shout out is our community tournament's gonna happen in august um just because i mean as we'll talk about later uh mm-hmm. we are most likely gonna be in the telus tournament finals so mm-hmm. um i was planning to have it the 31st and announce it today but if we're gonna be in that we can't really do a tournament and have that so it, I'm guessing it'll be probably the seventh. I'll, I'll more more details next week, yeah. but it'll be probably the seventh. Uh, another thing, and Go Blue mentioned this, and I thought it was great, is having a Q and A section in our Discord. 
and it's it's probably going to be a slow mode section and all you're going to do is if you have any, if you have any questions that you want us to like talk about on the show mm-hmm. um it won't necessarily be a weekly episode but maybe like a once a month episode we'll have a segment where we go and like answer all the Q&A questions so we're going to have mm-hmm. something like that in the discord if you post something that's not a question in there i will delete it yes uh because if you just want a general question to the community and and I love seeing this as well as just posting the general chat people answer. Yeah. I think it's great the discussion starts. So for sure if you have a general question post in the general one, but if you have something that specifically you want to answer on the show, we'll have that Q&A section. Yeah. And that does not necessarily have to be related to Rocket League. It can be pretty much anything. We might pass over some that we're not can't get too much discussion out of, but we'll look at all of them at the very least. Wait, you're promoting non-Rocket League content? Non-Rocket League content on the wow, Rocket the League show. The whole pre-show and Rob and Kyle <laughs> show and the whole patron thing was supposed to be the non-Rocket League content, but here we are. I never said that we would answer non-Rocket League questions on the main you show. You just said that you can ask them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll answer them somewhere. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um, okay, let's let's talk about the Telesi Sports uh, tournament. Yes. Um, by I don't know what miracle... I am pretty sure that we've made it. There's a very um, good chance, um, depending on our performance tonight. Yeah, if we go 2-0 and o in games, I think regardless of match score, we make it. That being said, there's still a chance we might be 16th, mm-hmm. uh, which means we might have to play a qualifier for the finals, um, which, you know, we, what we were saying, it's like if we went, we're going to finish the season 11-1 and we might have to play a qualifier. Yep. Um, which, you know, for most teams, they might be like, that's kind of messed up, right? Uh, but I'm going to be honest, if they had an MMR system, I don't think we'd be anywhere close. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if they showed Don't MMRs. tell anybody, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just genuinely Do you want to explain shook. it to, to the people who, who don't know how this tournament works? Because it was the first tournament that they organized, right? Okay. So this tournament, for some reason, was a randomly seated, no MMR cap, no MMR basis other than the, champs diamond. are... Yeah. <laughs> or was it diamond or champ? It diamond. Diamond. Like, diamond players were definitely the most screwed over. Like, platinum yeah. players were having a field day, yeah. but diamond players were just getting wrecked by SSL teams. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, plat and below is in the casual uh, league, let's say. Um, and then Diamond and above is in the competitive league. <laughs> so there's a whole, there's a, a surprising number of just pure SSL teams that are in this uh, tournament and a lot of GC teams in an, uh, like an insane number of uh, uh, GC teams. So all the Diamonds are just like, we literally can't exist here and just get dusted. Well, like even champ two teams are going to dust Diamond teams. Like, let's be honest here, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, like, it, I think if you were like a champ two, champ three team, you could do fairly. Like I think you could be middle of the pack, honestly, if because it's a random seating. I think there's a pretty yes. good chance. But if you were like, there's a lot of diamond teams, and this is this is it. I think this is literally the the people who decide to sign up. It was either like we're in it to win it, you know, mm-hmm. like us, uh, <laughs> of course, of course, um, and the SSL teams and and the and the the university teams because we're mm-hmm. totally part of that mix. Yeah, yep. I'll screen. We're I think we level. screenshot it somewhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, <laughs> who? If anyone that read, uh, read the title of today's thing, they're like, "Wait, this guy's a diamond <laughs> player. What's he?" <laughs> um, uh, more on that later in the show. But uh, mm-hmm. the no the and then there's like the diamond teams and there's a lot of them. They're just like, "Oh, well, let's do it for fun." And then they're like, and then and then they get you know 
10 and 0 lose 10 and 0 every week twice yep. like yeah and the worst part about it is that there's incentive for the highest teams to just demolish the lower le- like lower level teams because there's yeah, a point you're differential <laughs> in the playoff final is is because you're not playing every single like team in the tournament yep. is is going to be determined uh, first by win loss, right, mm-hmm. and then by game score, then by head to head, and then by goal differential. Yeah. But um, when it comes to seeding, especially like for us who are kind of looking at the 16 spot, right? Um, there's gonna be a lot of teams that are gonna have the same win loss, which is 11 one. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's gonna be a lot like there's gonna be teams that we don't have head to head, obviously, right? Yep. And they're gonna have the ga- same game score because they essentially beat every single team that lost to like one team that was in the top of the division like us. Right. Yeah. And, and so we'll, for us, it'll be, um, yeah, I don't, score. I think we're going to be 15th or 16th from what I saw. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll know definitively once kind of the leaderboards released. Mm-hmm. Uh, but essentially what we need is another team that also lost one game, but made top four. Mm hmm. And then on top of it, um, they one of the games they won, they won two to one instead of two to in in game score as opposed to like okay for us to be able to go above them. If that makes what's sense. What's our um, what's our score differential? Like point differential? Sorry. What, what is that? Like which one are you asking specifically? Um, the goals for or against. Goals for and against. I can look it up right now, baby. Okay, because <laughs> I, I thought ours was in the high 60s if i'm correct here yeah yeah Hi, you think about that everyone who's listening yeah and that, <laughs> that's yeah that's kind of crazy um and that's like differential so goals for minus goals against we are we are goals for and against we are 63 yeah plus 63 okay and i think in some of the other divisions there are top four teams that are plus 50 uh, we're about to find out, but I'm pretty sure we are one of the lowest goal uh, differentials. I think we're on the low end, mix. but I, I okay. Don't there's think it's one team that is ball chasers and, and another thing that mm-hmm. is 59, but they are undefeated, so they might okay. have, not have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, Group D might have a couple teams. No, might have one team. It really depends on results from this week. I think I'm going to be honest. Okay. Um, for for a lot of these, because I don't I don't know which teams are contending for that top four spot. Yeah. Because like I'm looking at the results right now, but but uh, they're they're obviously not going to be fully updated till the end of the week. Yes. Yeah. It's been fun kind of looking at the statistics and analyzing every possibility, though. It's actually very fun to look at this <laughs> because it's not just like oh, are we making the top four? Which is part of it. There's one other team that we have to uh, like. We're basically in a head-to-head against, but we haven't faced. Um, that is a very similar uh, goal differential to what we have. So I think if we get a plus ten for this game goal differential, right for the series, um, then we're ahead of them. Yeah, I, and I think I think, but we're we're actually so the thing is the one team that's kind of contending with us here. Mm-hmm. Um, they thanks to Virtual Esports Academy, which I will shout out if we make top four. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll add both the teams that were involved in that <laughs> game, but I will thank them because they lost to this team that we're up against. Zuri Esports, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost. They lost them two games to, to one. So because oh. they because of that, that's why I'm pretty confident that we're making it through regardless of goal differential. Okay. Yeah. 
Interesting. Wow. Okay. So yeah, this is, this is a very insane tournament. Um, and pretty much all of it really just comes down to the fact that there is four groups each having, I think 40 plus teams. Yeah. Like 42 to 45 teams or something. Um, and 11, 12 weeks being no six weeks, 12 games being played. Yeah. And they're doing it as random seeding, round robin esque. <laughs> I love it. I love how lucky we've gotten, <laughs> and I think we're pretty much guaranteed to make it through. Yep. At this point, uh, like Virtual Esports Academy is not not catching up to us. So yeah, I don't think there's any other team, uh, that that can put up a a fight for us in our group. Uh, yeah, and even on like the only thing we're low on is gold diff, and that's because we didn't like destroy teams <laughs> that yeah. we were ahead of. Um, which you know, like it, it kind of sucks, but if you're a t- team fighting for top four mm-hmm. and you're not going perfect score, yeah, like you kind of have to like completely destroy these teams, and it's like it's kind of awful. Yeah, it feels really, really bad because at the start we were like, oh, we're up like three, three, four goals. Like, let's just have some fun with it. Let them play the game. Let us play the game. Try and go for fun things, over commit, triple commit, like just do fun things because we can. <laughs> um, yeah. And because we want to make the game fun for for both us and for them. And we're like, not I don't want to beat a team like 10 nothing, 10 nothing. But yeah, this last game that we're playing tonight, we kind of have to like, yeah. Like there can't be mercy and it feels so bad. But at this point it's like, like at the beginning there was a lot of mercy, but now we just can't show it. It it feels bad. And it's like, there should, I mean, let's just like, there should be no tournament that you go 11 and one in regular play. Don't make playoffs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what's going to happen to the team under us, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Like they're literally not going to make, playoffs because at 11 and one at 11 and one because one team like they didn't win two own game score to one team because they lost yeah. one one game in a best of three yes instead of just getting two owed <laughs> i mean i you know what's crazy like i'm we could totally be on the other side of this equation we could like, really easily like yep. if if this team went two and oh and we're gonna lose out on gold diff right mm-hmm like that would all also suck. Like yep. we went eleven one, we just didn't destroy teams enough. And there was there was that one team that almost actually took a, a game off of us. That was the uh, the GC team um, that we've been talking about a fair bit, like in our comms. Like, oh, we beat the GC team. Let's go. Um, well, that GC team two zero win is is what defined our season. Like exactly. that was the biggest the That's biggest it. win for sure. <laughs> That's the deciding whether factor. we made it through or not. I mean, and and the fact that we didn't get hit by any other team in this league. You know, like yeah, we didn't get hit by by any of the other top teams. And uh, so <laughs> I think that's the craziest bit. Every single one of the top like six teams has played each other once. Any of the top sixty-ish teams have played each other one time. So like we have played one of the other top six. All of the other top sixes have played one of the other top six. And that's just that's crazy. <laughs> that is just entirely down to luck of the draw that we're here and UAB gold isn't because they got two of the top teams. There's a couple of teams that like, I feel definitely were, uh, were unlucky. Yeah. Okay. So like one of those teams that we, I think we actually, 
No, I don't think we played Vibing Gang. Okay. Nope. Yep. Uh, but they're not, not going to make it through because they lost to like that GC team that we beat, mm-hmm. and they lost to Josherton. So the only difference yeah. was that GC <laughs> that that win defined our whole season. Oh my goodness! It did. It did. And that's the craziest it's thing. It's absolutely insane. Just being like, oh, did we hit two of the really really good teams, and we lost to them? Well, we're not making it. <laughs> that that is insane. So yeah. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to absolutely like score a million goals in this just to qualify in this thing. And yeah, it's uh, a, it's tough too because like it's hard to score a lot of goals sometimes, especially when you want to score a lot of goals. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it's like, I don't even. Yeah. Th- there's no th- such thing as goal diff in like, like sorry, it has never mattered in like pro RLCS play, or if it has, it's been like one time. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think it always comes down to head to head. Yeah, yeah. Usually, like usually, it get to head to head before it gets to anything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think so, it, I remember uh, that happening in Aussie once, um, fairly recently, like two seasons ago or something. It happened in uh, the OCE region. The point is, like, it doesn't usually happen, but this whole tournament is based off of. Yep. Like everyone <laughs> is tied. <laughs> There's like. <laughs> There's like seven, eight teams at the top of every division, and they're all tied. And it's based on goal differential. <laughs> I mean, part of me kind of feels like it should have been top eight. Yeah, I, I actually would have really enjoyed the like top 32 Like four bracket. teams out of 40? Like, yep. just think about that, right? Yep. Like top eight, and then you can have the first day be like essentially, you know, a qualify like best of five call it like qualifiers. You can have a bigger bracket. Honestly, right, 32 I think teams. If, if they just did a top thirty or a top thirty-two bracket, best of threes until grand finals or maybe like semifinals. I, but I, I think like I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I don't, I don't know what their final thing. Like, it might also be a round robin. So, oh god, um, we'll see about that. <laughs> well, the reason I'm thinking that so, so those who don't know, there's a prize pool starting at tenth place. Oh, but it's different from ninth place. So, I don't know how they're defining that. <laughs> it's gonna be points. Which, it's gonna be some kind of points. I don't. I have no idea um but but yeah okay wow that's so if we make it we're still not even remotely in the clear <laughs> it's not even just like oh did we win the first game awesome we're there it's uh... well i mean that could be a bad thing or a good thing depending on like the the team that we get matched up with right yeah yeah oh my god this is a very very intricate process that has a lot of thought going <laughs> going into it from the players <laughs> it's like but i mean like we have one job left to do we have we have to win this game by as many goals as we possibly can tonight yeah yeah and, and that's it like there's yes. nothing else left for us to do i i mean i love looking at the, like the scores and seeing possible outcomes but i rather not have any questions asked yes regardless have a better goal diff than than the other place team and, yeah. and make it through that's the only real thing that matters <laughs> We can think about it as much as we want, but what matters is that we get the good goal diff. Um, so on this, can we just talk about how we're in a top four position? Okay, yes, please do. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's move on a little bit. And just, just I don't know if this is entirely luck of the draw or if we are actually just a very good team. That doesn't make sense. Um, but <laughs> right now... There's a whole bunch of SSL teams and a couple like 
all GC, GC2, maybe GC1 teams that are uh, being or that are in the top fours. And then there's us, who's one GC2 player. That's Ty. He's our carry. Me, who's a C3 GC1, uh, swapping between the two. And Lazero, who's currently, you want to say it? <laughs> Champ one, a champ, champ one player. <laughs> the t- the Twitter the Twitter I, I did post it on Twitter. I wonder if anyone got caught it, but it was like, it was like uh, our uh, I put on like a sorry my my social media team. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Uh, put on put on Twitter how I um how I lost. Uh, sorry, went from GC to uh, Diamond three in two months, which also will probably be the, something to do with the title today, um, and. Like my my joke at the end. Of, sorry, my social media <laughs> team's joke mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. end of it um, was to say that uh, that uh, don't worry, he's still there. Like <laughs> as a, as if <laughs> we're we're still in chat. We're we're holding. <laughs> we're holding that diamond three. Uh, but no, I'm back in champ one. I'm back in champ one. So um, yeah, and it's kind of funny because like. I think what I think we're really lucky when we faced the GC team because mm-hmm. I had a spell of like two weeks or so. Sure. Where I like when I hit GC where I was just playing on a different level. Yep. So I think that kind of helped. But I I do have a sneaking suspicion that that our kind of sense of each other is probably better than a lot of teams. Yeah. And I think we can naturally kill a game sometimes if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Like I think the reason that w- I think a lot of the teams are a lot more wary of us than they should be, but we, we can really slow down a game and then work that to our advantage. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I've never felt like even, even dude, that, that, uh, Joshurton game we played and I, well, we know Josh. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Joshurton was like triple committed and everything. Like they were just chilling. Yeah. They were, uh, they only got serious when we scored and it was tied one, one with like two <laughs> minutes. And then, then they like went crazy, but like we kept them to, uh, essentially two goals in each of the games. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think part of that is we are able to slow down the tempo of the play. And so maintain that, like we're able to and, control the slow, which is very un are not normal especially for higher level teams like the mid- well like because because the one thing that i've always felt whenever i like i jumped into gc things is that it felt like it was always too fast for me mm-hmm. but that game against joshington was slow but i mean like super slow like yeah it it was i i don't know if anyone watched the replay i think oh by the way my camera by the way in the, the twitch stream was a little big a little too big <laughs> I like having a big camera, but it shouldn't like block the screen. Anyway, um, <laughs> the the uh, that mm-hmm. yeah, I I think we're a team that people don't know how to play against. Oh. Like when we beat the the calculators, which was the GC team we beat. Mm-hmm. I think what we did is we played a very aggressive like multi passing style off the yes. back. Like it was very fluid. It, it felt very nice. Mm-hmm. But then when we played Josh and we played like a super defensive style and we actually had two opportunities in the first game or three. Like it's unfortunate. I kind of felt like like we got in our heads a little bit that first game. Yep. There were multiple times we, in both games that we could have won. And like we could have won, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, and I don't think that's, or we could have at least taken the lead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 
And keep in mind, for anyone who doesn't know, Joshuaton is one of the top four teams in Canada in general and is all SSLs, I believe. Yeah, we we played a bubble team, yeah. Yeah. We played a team where the best player from St. Clair's, which was also in our division, decided not to team up with his friends, but decided to team up with two better players. (laughs) Yeah. Um. It's you know like it'll be it'll be interesting to see, but I think like if we're all playing at our top form and they, they maybe like one of them's having a day off, I think we can we can uh, beat them. Like it, I that sounds crazy, but like after playing the first time, I'm like, I I think we'll be much more comfortable playing the them the second time. Yeah. Uh. Than than when we do the first time, I think we we need to respect them like a little bit less. Yes, it'll open us up. Not even that though. It's not even like respect. I think we played very well. We just had to take our oppor- like the few opportunities we had. We basically it with. basically just came down to oh we missed like two open nets, and they were they were given to us, and it hit just hit like the either the back wall or the the um, post or something like that. Yeah, but they were open nets on a triple commit, <laughs> and that's it. That's all that it was, and we just kind of accepted the pressure, and I think they really gave into that and. Um, started to just be like oh these guys don't know how to hit the ball they're just doing nothing let's just all go in but what what ended up actually happening is we were giving them the space because we knew that we could defend it and we were like okay go for a ceiling shot off the back wall we're already on the back wall we're going to give you the time because we don't care (laughs) the net's defended and we'll just hit it to the corner like i i think they played in a style of like oh these people don't even challenge but like The, a lot of the ways they were setting up, like one guy got into it a little bit later, and that that's when it started getting like scarier when some of the players like really start to to you know everything started clicking. But like for I would say seventy five percent of that match, there's a lot of times they're in the air, and I'm like I'm not even worried right now. Yeah, like I'm just waiting till you to get to the net, and then I'm gonna save it. Like yeah. like you guys are not posing a th- like they were doing. They were doing the thing, like they're just hitting the ball fast, mm-hmm. but sometimes without intention. Yeah. And it so was, I was it. actually not as scared in a lot of the plays. I was like, oh, they're, they're, yes, yes. It's crazy that he jumped off all four walls somehow and hit that ball. <laughs> um, but he still is not posing a threat to our net. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like <laughs> the most threatening thing was one, I think he ended up going for like a flip reset double tap. And it hit down instead of on target, which was actually an insane shot. Like, it was very well mm-hmm. done. It was crazy. Um, crazy to watch. But that was the only time that they actually hit it on target. And so it was like, oh, you're going for a flip reset double tap off the ceiling? All right, go for it. We'll just take control of the ball when you miss. <laughs> it, like, it was so weird. It was so weird thinking that, like, that's the SSL. Because they were really, really good. And they were super fast and they you know could just probably beat us on most of the challenges but we picked our challenges and that's what it was we knew well we, here, yeah here's the thing like i think if i didn't play with you and ty like there's no way in no. my life i could play like against a team like that no not at all but i think we were so comfortable absorbing pressure yeah that, that that's kind of how it resulted it really felt like playing like rv <laughs> You know, a hundred percent. Like we, we were a brick wall. Like that. Yeah. That was our style, and I think it works against. I mean, because I, I think another thing about Joshuaton is like as scary as they are. I think they're a team of really fast players with a lot of mechanics, um, and they'll destroy teams that are trying to speed up. Trying to speed up, but I think we can't. Like we, we yeah. just assumed we're not gonna. 
like yes you have to go sometimes right but like we just played very tight and, and that's what kind of what kept it close okay mm-hmm. uh i could i could talk about that series forever <laughs> I, I think i'm gonna post it on our youtube at one point um yeah. But by the way, I well, we are trying to get some of the YouTube stuff going. That might maybe time to mention it here. Um, so I'm trying to get like a video a week that's not just the podcast. Oh, and uh, I think I saw one of our games up there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm throwing I'm throwing a bunch of random stuff. Um, and my goal is I'm I think at 150. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I might stop doing the pod like throwing the podcast on YouTube and just make video content on there. Okay. Um, but the only way that would happen is if I have enough of a backlog, yeah. uh, to, to, to not have to like worry about, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, that's the one thing I'm afraid of is I like having the podcast when, <laughs> when nothing's happening, but if I, we want to make the YouTube channel something, we kind of have to make video content. So, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. that would be something more on th- have. Yeah. That's a later thing, a later project. More on that later, but I hope you enjoyed our talk about the Telos esports corner. Yep. Uh, we're, we're excited. We are, uh, we're hoping we're making it through. Uh, there'll be more announcements next week and, and we'll t- probably tell you where to tune in to, to watch us play. Yeah. Um, if we make it through, watch me play on no internet. Let's go. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I hope you figure out whatever you're going to figure out for that. Cause I'm know. just giving my pre Johns because I need to, to be like, Oh, I was playing bad because I didn't have internet. That's, that's it. Yeah, I, yeah. We would have been better if, uh, if I was on my actual setup that's i wonder if they'll let us sub <laughs> <laughs> messy uh Crencho, you guys uh any of you free hey just uh you know random uh just random question can we put a sub in <laughs> same skill yeah. same skill same skill yeah, yeah. no no more <laughs> difference all right uh yep. speaking of skill all right let's talk about the uh intel world open or as i like to call it uh the the what <laughs> there, there was a tournament. Did anyone, did anyone hear about this? What tournament? <laughs> I, I'm pretty. This is the most like anticlimactic tournament I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, the tournament itself was great. The broadcaster was great. But guess what? Everybody missed it. Um, yeah, yeah. It happened on Tuesday and Wednesday. Why? That's no a idea. horrible idea. That was the worst idea in the world. Like literally people were like talking about it on Twitter. I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're talking about. There's probably like a qualifier or something. No, no. The regional thing, whatever it's done, it's it's over. And, you know, I'm I'm like, I'm kind of annoyed. Like, yeah, Starcraft had it last year, right? The lead up to last year's Tokyo Olympics. Starcraft had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe so. Is that is that correct? Am, am I right on that? I have no idea. Maybe it was three years ago maybe i'm talking 2018 to the maybe. winter olympics i could see that i don't think um, any olympics were held uh, last year because rocket league was announced with uh fgc i think it was street fighter or something uh, last year y- yes yes uh hold so on, maybe the 2018 cool. or possibly 2016 okay it was a pyongyang okay so it was, it was in uh yeah it was in pyongyang cool um sorry <laughs> But um, it was for that those Winter Olympics, and they had a full week tournament, and it like ended on a Friday, which like is not the perfect day, but a hundred percent a better day. And you had a full week of build instead of yep. just like here's Tuesday, Wednesday, here's all the tournaments, here's everything. Uh, so we'll include a link to the the Liquipedia. You can go and click on it, and then click on the videos if you want to watch some of the vods. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but to give a rundown for the North, okay, this is also like regional separated tournament. So if you're missing your Rocket League fix, definitely go and watch that uh, before before you listen to us spoil it here. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I want to talk about more is maybe the teams, like what what kind of yep. the teams were made up of. Um, but like I said, like I'm actually like this is one tournament where I'm like, yeah, no, I I could not catch it. And I kind of feel like I really don't want to catch it now that like it was so poorly yes like advertised like, this is supposed to be rocket league and- olympics the worst thing anyway mm-hmm. like it might as well not have happened I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest like if this is what it was gonna be anyway having it on a tuesday is just like hey we don't want any people to know about this or if they even do know about this we don't want them to watch <laughs> yeah it, it was the worst thing yeah yeah that's bad so it- <laughs> we know that that's bad let's continue from here <laughs> um wow yeah yeah uh sorry it it's just i mean do you have any thoughts about this like more than that like i don't know i like sorry pyeongchang but sorry pyeongchang let me me be very clear uh yeah there's 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 this concern city in the to the north oh oh yeah uh i might have accidentally said um (laughs) (laughs) Oh, to be fair, like South Korea of all the esports like uh, countries, right? Twenty eighteen South Korea makes a lot of sense. True, um, but I don't know. Not, yeah. Um, so I want, I want. <laughs> honestly, instead of like street, I guess Street Fighter. No, Street Fighter totally works. But like, it's a Rock League. It should have been like one of those like anime fighters. I feel like <laughs> if they had like a Guilty Gear. <sighs> oh, Guilty Gear! You, you watched that uh, video recently from Donkey, didn't you? No, my brother plays Guilty Gear, and I thought about it. Um. <laughs> anyway, great video by, by Dunkey recently on that. Anyway, yeah. uh, continue. <laughs> so for... What do you mean by any thoughts on this? Do you just mean in general? I, I'm just... Like, I, I kind of need to get it out there. Like, this just didn't make any sense. It made me really not like the fact that tournament... Okay, let me let me take back what I said about it's better if it shouldn't have happened. Um, there's, a, there's a nice $80,000 prize pool. It's great that the players got paid. I yes. am happy for that. I just think if you're going to do this, you might as well advertise it and might as well make it not in the middle of the week when no one's watching. Yep. Um, it, it just feels like they just had this to not care about it, which is crazy. I, that they put an $80,000 um, like prize pool on something that they apparently did not care at all about. <laughs> well, Rocket League Street Fighter had a half a million dollar US prize pool together. Oh. So this is eighty thousand dollars for Americas, right? But there's like uh, EMEA, uh, Asia Mainland, and Asia Maritime and Oceana. Wait, which Are... is even more interesting? Because uh, mm, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I listen. I kind of wish you were in uh, sorry Europe, yeah, but yo. We're gonna we're gonna talk about one of the other regions in a second because I'm like if you're gonna win this tournament, there was a certain region that is significantly probably worse than the others. Yes, um, <laughs> I I will say um, the Japanese team is actually somewhat competitive. I've been saying this for years. Realize is a is a great player in general. Okay, um, okay. I think Mario Let's talk is about also it. good. I don't. So know. in the Asian mainland yeah. regional finals. <laughs> Which, how they separated uh, Maritime and Oceana. 
I don't know. This kind of feels like let's let's make sure Australia doesn't doesn't have to face up against Japan. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying anything, but these are the Olympics happening in Japan, and Jan- Japan had to play against Singapore, Malaysia, and Singapore with only four teams. Yeah. Uh, with with essentially how much a split? A forty five thousand dollar split? Yeah, I. Singapore A and B played in this. Sorry, like this is where it's at if you're going to win this Olympic tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that, I, that one was weird. <laughs> I do contend, though. Like, I do have to say that the... Like, I think the original idea was a LAN, right? Like, some Yes, of, it was. It was. And everyone against everyone. And let's be clear. NA and EU would have stomped. And even, even OCE would have stomped, like, compared to some of these teams. Yes. Just because um, they have scenes, like not not because they're like necessarily they have the potential, like potential, but it's just if you have an esports scene, you have players to play against. You all of you get better collectively. Yeah, like that's I, how it works. I very, very actively think that um, the Asia mainland scene is just look at Japan winning. <laughs> it's such, well, no, it's just such lost potential. Like that's all that I can think about it. <laughs> Because, I don't know, Realize is actually a very good player. He's on pulse. Um, he's a freestyler, but he's still good. And the reason he's a freestyler is because there's no such thing as a teammate in Japan or Asia in general. Um, I think that Maru is acceptable. Uh, I, his name sounds familiar. That's pretty much where I know him from. <laughs> Maru? Yeah. His name's Maru. Maru. M-A-R-U. Oh, okay. Well, he's he's a fan of StarCraft. Yeah. <laughs> one of the best one of the best Terran players in, in StarCraft or all time in, in StarCraft 2 is, is Maru. Yes. So I'm I'm pretty confident he watched StarCraft growing up. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't. Or it's it's a Japanese word that's very common. <laughs> it's entirely possible too. Also possible. But like the only actual notable player is realized in the entire Asia scene. <laughs> and it, I just hate that. It's so sad because there's so many players that could be possible and it could be a good scene, but it's just not. <laughs> Dude, the day that... I mean, I don't think it would happen. I actually don't think Rocket League is is, is a esport design. It's like, not. It's, I don't think it hit in Korea, honestly, with I, the amount of esports that they have. Yeah, I don't think it would. Um, but if it ever had the chance to... Oh, dude. Give, it, give them a year, man. Yeah, it would be impressive, I want to say. <laughs> If Korea picked up Rocket League, it'd be like, you guys think you know what an organization is. And and next you have these Koreans playing 12 hours a day for a year. And then they have like three trainers actively scouting every single opposing team they play against. And then you're like, these guys have only been playing in a year and they're better than all the teams combined in the, rest <laughs> of the world. <laughs> yeah, it'd be I, amazing. I, it'd be amazing that's all that i could say um you know if if you know like we were joking like i know we've talked about like potential for like rock league 2 or like rock league on the unreal engine 5 and stuff that i know leth has been uh talking about mm-hmm. but like if they ever need some hype thing like get get some big korean company in, in on it you know i think that's when that's when you'll see that's when you'll see like a year or two of a lot of movement mm-hmm. i feel a lot of excitement for the these person yeah. Um, not that it's doing bad right now, but I'm just saying if you need if you need if you need a little bit of spice, <laughs> a little bit more for the esports. If you need a little bit of kimchi, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Of, um, it's completely side topic before we talk about the rest of uh, the results here in the Intel World Open for the Tokyo Olympics. 
uh yeah rocket league and olympics before we go back to with get back to you with rocket league and the olympics um <laughs> have you seen that commercial that's been like all the time on tv these days no and it's just like it's just like um because what's the most stereotypical like canadian like food like if you're a go-to like what what kind of food would we it's, internationally i feel like it has that? to be poutine Okay, it'd be poutine, right? It's yeah. it's fries, cheese, and gravy, right? Yeah. Um, but there's like this pretty like a commercial from a grocery store here, and it's just like they mention kimchi and they mention like pierogies and like it's just like you know Canadians because it's all like different cultures put together. Mm-hmm. Um, it just made me think of that. If you haven't seen the commercial, <laughs> I think I think it's it's quite cool because it's like yeah, this is probably a better realization. It's just like yeah, you you ever want to go to an international grocery store? just come to canada yeah. and go to like any any like regular grocery store and it's like <laughs> here's the international food section where you have foods imported from every single place in the world yeah it's actually true uh, um can i just say that living in a place that is near toronto and oh yeah 100 has a higher percentage of um like asian immigrants in general than toronto <laughs> um, <laughs> is amazing. How's the ramen, you know, tasting? <laughs> it's not even ramen. Like ninety percent of the story is just written in different. Uh, oh yeah, they, 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 they don't. There's it's the international food section. It's just the pretend. English section. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> the food is great here. Um, but yeah, if you don't know what you're looking for, it's a lot. <laughs> so we very much in Canada are the international food section of they just dropped everybody off here you know they're like where are you guys going I don't know it's, it's, it's Canada now it's Canada now speaking um, of Canada now um, that's a great transition but I actually wanted to quickly go over uh, Australia oh sure 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 uh, Indonesia New Zealand yeah uh, so that's pretty cool um, some notable players I, I would say right a couple a couple Kami CGM uh, Torsas yeah, yeah, the usual. Not not much surprise that Australia would be the strongest in, in this region. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Sienna, and then Europe. Let's talk about Europe. Yeah. Um, so nobody's surprised that France won. I'm just going to put France. that. Out there. So France. I. What happened to Spain? Did, so they they're not here. I'm just so confused because they have like some of the best players. Yeah. Did they not? qualify or were they not invited team queso lost did they uh i can't find the group stages mike no. boy tho and olay yep beat out team queso and zamue mike boy though and olay is actually West. very good though that's a that's a really good team it, that is a really good team, but I am super surprised that essentially what happened for this. Oh, so okay, sorry. This is Europe and the Middle East region together. Yep. Which already, like, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> that is. That's a lot. That is brutal, dude. Oh, yo, Verduoso playing for Poland. Sorry, I thought I'd mention that. I thought that was nice. Cool. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Shadow. Now, check this out, people. <laughs> I kind of like that name. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just I'm actually looking at the Poland uh, Europe East section. So there's two Polish teams. Sure. Uh, 
in the qualifier. So mm-hmm. they must have made it through the open qualifier. So essentially what I what I'm suggesting is that in the open qualifier, the teams we might have expected to make it through here didn't make it through. Oh. Okay. But um, like sorry, like Europe West is like the most yes. stacked. That's extremely stacked because there's, there's it's a Europe, insanely Europe East, stacked. North. That is insane. And they have it's a France even, and a Germany. Like, yeah, I wow. You got you got Yukio in there. You know, you got uh, Ita- Itachi marked by eight, like on one team that didn't make it through. Like, Ger- oh my, oh my god, yeah, Europe. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is why Spain did. Like, but here it is. If this is an international competition, if it is the Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. Then you should only have one team representing your country. So, um. I kind of get it. Although the way they should have done this is every country would like put forward a team. Um, but it's because it's because they want to cut down the amount of people in like the final finals, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But they it's could, wild oh that God. Spain isn't here because Spain is one of the most dominant forces in Rocket League. Like, yes. <laughs> they have proven they have proven themselves. So the fact that they've. Uh, yeah, the fact that they weren't in here is crazy. But yeah, France, of course, of course, France won. We all know that France is going to win, but I very much have to put it out to the Dutch boys. That's impressive that they got second. <laughs> like that's very impressive with because they came from both the most stacked region in the probably the most stacked region. Do you have any of the the rosters here? Sorry, I'm, I'm having a tough time. Uh, what do you mean? In general, the, the finals, just the finals. Uh, yes. Who do you want? UK, just France, give me Germany, France. No, no, just, just, just literally the finals. So yeah, France is vitality, France. straight up. That's yeah. So no wonder they're gonna win. Literally then, just vitality, including uh, coach. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, makes makes sense. And, and Netherlands. Netherlands was Mike Boy though Ole, and then uh, Juicy and. Yeah, they did really well considering their like yeah. their LCS performances. Right, not not that they're bad, but they're not. They they showed they're up. They're not second best team in the world. You yes. Know. <laughs> Um, they did so, very well. Uh, so that's like a big shout out to them. What I think will be cool kind of coming out of this is seeing if any of like the transfers that, that we're getting. Oh, might kind of relate to this. Might be you influenced know? Like, by it. I mean, that that's what literally happened. Like, so the Euros has happened in soccer, right? And mm-hmm. that's that's literally what happens in, in soccer is like the Euro happens and like half the players stock rises by like a million dollars if they play well in the Euro because literally everyone's wow. looking at them. That's impressive. That's kind of interesting. Um, well, it, it, the assumption is that by being in such a high, you know, pressure tournament and still being able to perform, you have your player that can do that, right? Can yeah. handle pressure. So you, you therefore, a lot of teams are like, yeah, that's they've literally just shown themselves, and so yeah, make a career from it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I've I feel I will say just as like a final thing on Europe. Um, I feel bad for Saudi Arabia and South Africa because they probably had like 150 ping, 200 ping trying to play any of the other teams. Yeah, honestly, though, they should have just played in like the Asia qual. Like, yeah, I think like, I that would have been way more fair. Better, and that then you could actually have some people playing in that tournament. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's, so it's unfortunate. But we're going to the region that's uh, by far the easiest. <laughs> and what I mean the easiest is that I think there was fewer potential top teams if that makes sense i think 
Out is of that quali- fair? I think the qualifiers were the hardest part. Oh, dude, I'm so dumb. I just realized how I could look at the squads. Okay. I just have to go over them in Liquipedia. Uh, <laughs> but the qualifiers were the hardest part. But I feel like once you get to the finals, it's like, yes, it's the same prize pool as Europe. But like, Europe felt way more stacked. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what essentially <laughs> happened was what we kind of figured would happen. Um, Canada and US. Canada and US, double elims. Uh, Canada loses to the US in, in winner's final, then wins the first set in grand finals, but then loses again to US. So Only uh, three O's, so though, which is... Only three O's, is kind of wild. So yep. the uh, the US team is Garrett G. Chicago first killer. Mm-hmm. It's wild. It's wild, uh, but it's also... also it's not! So, it's also wild, and it's also more wild that it's them. <laughs> it is, it is. But it also is, like, skewed, because... A lot of people decided to not play in in this. I think that's very well. Once again, making I feel America's being way lighter for the region. Yeah, because uh, I think people just wanted to take a break, which is totally fair. You've been playing Rocket League for like ten months like, every day, <laughs> straight at highest level. So at highest levels, yeah, no, a hundred percent justified. And like, especially if it's not a land tournament or anything. Yeah, yeah. If like for me, oh, if they did a land, this would have been so much better. Oh, 100%. No, well, there's no denying that. Like, that's maybe why this tournament feels so, like, well. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we had essentially the two teams that really, like, it was it was against the United States and Canada. United States at Garrett G. Chicago, first color Canada, Squishy Muffins, Jane Apps, and Illusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I think definitely probably go check out those finals, see how those games went. But, but yeah, I, uh, I have, I feel like they kind of wrote this tournament off. Um EU was way more stacked in this tournament, and I don't. It's not a reflection on oh, what's a better region. Hey, uh, you want to want to hear something fun? Yeah. <laughs> um, if you click on the Canada qualifiers, Josherton's in there, <laughs> and so is Mirage. Oh, really? She's in oh, a different group. <laughs> so Josherton and Mirage, who are Josherton's in our group stage for the, uh, the Telus tournament, and Mirage is in a different group stage for the Telus tournament. We're both in there. <laughs> Yo, so we played against the team that got fourth in Canada. Canada and Canada. Yeah. There you go. I mean, to be fair, Ty's been saying that for a while. Yeah. But that's Now we see it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, to be fair, the Telus tournament on the list of probably their priorities is like the lowest. It definitely (laughs) is. It's like, it's like, it's definitely like, I I think if they don't win, they'll be disappointed. I'm going to be honest. But there is still some other actual That's competition because like Mirage is one of the other teams. They're at the top of oh, I think, yeah. group D and they, they're also in this. Um, and then I think there are some other ones that like one of the groups, I think it was D was stacked in the TELUS tournament. Like there were some teams that were insane. Um I feel like because of the Telus tournament, I'll actually know what bubble Canadian teams are. <laughs> yeah, that, that's basically what I'm learning. <laughs> anyway, uh, go check out some of those games. I'm sure there are probably some great games, especially if you like some of the players. If, mm. I think more than anything, the reason I would rewatch this is just to see how some, like, for instance, JNAPs and Squishy on the same team and what they look like, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think that's kind of the, the big merit for the rewatch. So I definitely mm. encourage you to go check that out. I think that the U.S. team is actually a very interesting and probably a really good team with Garrett G. Chicago and First Killer. 
it's defensive, but it also has such high offensive potential that it's it's terrifying. Like that's that's a like, very good team. To that look could at. be a team in a year or two, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, especially if it went well in this tournament. You know? Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, continue on news corner. We're not going to take too too long on this, but essentially they've announced the season three rewards. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some like decals. They're, More they're decals move around a little bit. Yeah, uh, for the car. Um, and they're okay. I I, uh, I agree with Ty here. Uh, what he said in the in the Discord. What do you um, say? Why I'm pretty sure it's that. Why are they doing decals when they did decals two seasons ago? They could have done boost or wheels or honestly a topper, and I would have cared more. <laughs> we we just got a decal for season rewards. Why are they doing it again? I I think they're trying to do stuff that more people are more likely to actually use. Yeah, but nobody cares about uh, season rewards really. Some people are going to use them to be like, oh, it's my season reward card. <laughs> well, if they made the effort of making the the thing coloring the pixels on the screen they kind of want people to at least use it for a couple of days that that's true but like think about it what season rewards has have people ever used it was the silver decal and i'll tell you that right now um or or the um the border the, i think the, the border was border really good people yeah use yeah yeah but that's uh i think those are the only two things that i would see people still using except for like a couple one-offs like oh somebody actually liked the uh the grand champ um, season reward. Um, I honestly of all the decals. This, the SSL one does look dope. The, so the SSL one and the silver ones are pretty much guaranteed to look really cool because they have that white and gray scale. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, SSL one, this one, if you made SSL, if you had SSL rewards, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's that's cool one I would definitely use. Yeah. It's clean. Uh, but except for that, none of the other ones are, are particularly interesting. If I had the GC one, I'm sure I'd use it for like a week or two. Yeah. Because uh, I would have had the rewards, but I only won seven games. Unlucky. Uh, speaking of which, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like at this point I need to change uh, the the title of this show because uh, it was not as heavy into into what we're going to talk about now. It's that I went from GC one to Diamond three in two months. Yes. Um, I'd like a round of applause. Clap, clap, uh, clap, clap, clap. That's impressive. No, I, I, I am impressed, but like, <laughs> I never really went on like a like a one day like losing streak because I think that's what happens a lot of times. If it's never a one day MMR tank, it was just a slow. It was a slow continual descent into madness. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It. I think this is and like we've redefined this so many times. I'm sure we talked about it so many times, but I think the hardest thing is to start switching your brain into playing at a higher level and then losing like 100, 200 MMR. Because mm-hmm. you have to essentially erase all the learn new learning you've done yep. um, in order to be able to start winning again. Yep. That being said, I think there's a weird thing that happens. Um, And like, I mean, people are... It's such a mental game sometimes, Rocket League. And when I mean mental, it doesn't even mean like me being mad or not mad. Mm-hmm. But... When I started winning, like literally, I think I think we played some ranked games yesterday, right? Yep. Um, and before yesterday, I had like, like I said, I literally dropped a diamond, right? Like I had not won a game <laughs> or not a lot of games or like I win one game, lose two, you know? Yeah. Um, and the, <laughs> sorry, my mind already went like secret to his success. Like that, That's going to be the Twitter post, the Twitter, Twitter post uh the tweet when uh when when we put the show up no 
the the one thing that i realized is like literally the morning of i i think i played a couple games and i started winning them again that i felt very in control mm-hmm. and then when we played later and we played in a gc lobby right because mm-hmm. we were playing with ty and you i felt really comfortable and yep. i and i think i don't even think i think sometimes it's like okay i now feel like i have that range of experience but just having a couple wins that morning kind of foreshadowed how i do in the evening oh like yeah. i I th- I think if I had like lost three games in the morning, I'd probably wouldn't have played in the well in the evening. That's my theory, um, because I think I think you streak naturally whether you like it or not. I can see uh, that. Can see and that. and so like even if I'm pretty used to playing at the higher level now, uh, it the fact that I was hitting everything I wanted to hit in the morning meant I was pretty comfortable, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because to compare it to last week, there was literally like a day I played and I'm like I can't hit the ball for the. Life of me. <laughs> I'm like in diamond and being like, oh, all these people are trash. <laughs> Meanwhile, I missed the next five shots. I'm like, oh, I'm trash. I deserve to be here. So. Yep. What I think is the most interesting thing about like your current drop um, is that you're not getting worse when you're playing at the high level. That That is what is most interesting. And I think it's only because of this whole telus tournament that we're doing together. and i'm wondering if that has a negative impact on your like solo queue games because you're still ready to play at the highest level or not like your highest level let's say um and in the gc games and that's what you're like you're mentally preparing for what you want to be playing at what you're practicing for all of that stuff and what your rotations are based around um so then it's like oh i'm literally going from a gc lobby to a uh, a diamond three lobby and this is a different game what do i do i don't know how to fit in but i still want to be ready only for the gc games because those are the one that ones that matter and i think it's so funny because you always say this thing and it kind of it like annoys me i mean i don't know if it annoys me but i, I always <laughs> think it's such a useless thing to say i don't know if it makes sense because i know I know, I know people say it just like off the bat and like there really is no intention about it mm-hmm. but when people say it, it's like i just don't understand and and when i'm playing that that annoys me like a lot yeah and it it's not necessarily anything that needs to be changed right like it's more (laughs) me it's like i shouldn't receive that as it is but i'm like what do you mean you don't understand okay three people miss the ball yes okay it's not the usual rotation yes (laughs) but why are you telling me wabs that you don't understand like you play this game long enough at this point you should know people can miss the ball or not playing well, and you should identify that that player is not playing well, right? And use that information. No, it doesn't. It has um, nothing to do with that. When I call, I have no idea what's going on. That means I'm literally sitting where I am, waiting for something to happen because I don't know how the play is going to evolve. <laughs> which, which I agree with, but I think the call out is I'm like, no, you, you should be waiting to figure out what's going to happen from this mess. Like that is the appropriate thing. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the call it's fine i just it's, it's more me for whatever reason if you or ty say anything like that i'm just like like they're bad like you should understand you know what i mean like because you guys are like my mind literally goes like i don't understand what's going on it's like what do you mean you don't understand what's going on? no you clearly understand what's going on they're trash right now okay you gotta deal with the fact they're gonna miss half the balls yeah um that's what the call out is though it's like I don't understand what's going on. I'm going to wait. I, I think I think my <laughs> point is that I think it's an empty calm, essentially, is what I'm saying. The reason like, it just distracts it, me. 
Okay. <laughs> is there, is there, okay, give me the strategic reason. There's actually a reason that I say it. And it, the reason that I say it is that it means I'm not moving. I'm going to stay in this, this position because I want it to kick out to me uh, because okay. that's the likeliest thing to happen. Okay. Okay. Make, and makes I, sense. If I don't know what's going on, that means I'm not diving at the ball. It means I'm probably not boosting. It means I'm not going for a boost. It means I'm just waiting. <laughs> that's, that's the best that, best that I can say for it. Okay. So I'll just say he's waiting instead. <laughs> Does that even make sense though? <laughs> it makes way more sense to me in the, in, in the, in the middle of a game because it's, it's fair, way fair. shorter and my brain can process it. Um, unfortunately though, if, here's the thing though. I, I think you're right that like it really shouldn't be anything, right? Um, but I think it's kind of funny because if you said waiting, then especially if I'm playing quickly... <laughs> No, <laughs> I might just go in front of you. So maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what the correct solution is. I guess. I guess for whatever reason that that calm takes me out of the game. My mind stops thinking about Rock League and starts thinking about the the practical application of that calm uh, in the middle of a game and distracts me. You know so what? It's, it's that's a big problem now. That's the <laughs> no. the fourth dimensions ahead of you. That's what. That's the intention. That's to get you out of the game so you don't move. I don't want you to move. I'm waiting. <laughs> You're waiting to. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it's a me problem, not a me problem. <laughs> but I just thought I'd mention it because I thought it was funny. Yep. Um, I was going to say, though, um, you know, one of the things that I did and kind of helped, like why I think, you know, I kind of started getting some wins again mm-hmm. is I spent the day before when I played. This is going to sound bad, <laughs> but this is how I did. And I think this actually kind of transitioned my mentality back into starting to win games again. Mm-hmm. I went... All of you are bad. I'm the best player on this field. All of you are going to miss the ball. All right. Or all of you don't know how to hit the ball. Right. Yep. Um, and a weird thing happened that day. Like I went 50 50 that day. Mm-hmm. But my theory is that maybe like through sleep, like that mentality of how I was playing that day in grade. And I don't know. All, all pseudo pseudo theories here. But um, what <laughs> what essentially I think happened is when I played that day and I was complete, like the problem is, is when I have that mentality for it to work, I need to completely commit to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I play like the safest style, like oh, the safest okay. positioning, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming they're missing. Yeah. And, and the reason for this is I'm like, I will get to that ball before any of the players on this field. I will react to it faster but I'm going to position in a way that should I be wrong and the fact they actually hit it the way they're supposed to, I have enough time to then react and save. Oh, that's so I'm saying. So I'm like the way I kind of got out of the slump is I feel like I went, I am so good at like this distance and I know you don't hit the ball that hard because it's this <laughs> level, right? That I'm assuming you're missing, but I'm positioning for the hit for the hit because it's easier for me to assume you're missing and then react and score goals. And I score a lot of goals like this, right? Where they just miss it and it's an empty net. And all I need to know is just assume that they're going to miss this hit. Right. Wow. Um, okay. But, but position for the defense positioned super like ridiculous, like a little more defensively than I should have. Um, and then was able to like react last second where I slightly started turning forward and then realized it was then and turned back and then made a made a good save because I'm like, I have the skill to do that essentially is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and and it's funny because <laughs> while 
when I play in the higher levels, I don't necessarily have the assumption that you're going to miss, mm-hmm. but my positioning would be more similar to the way that I'm currently playing. Because oh. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to hit it harder. That's really interesting. Isn't that fascinating? That's very interesting. <laughs> so you're just playing further back in the uh, in the diamond I- games because you're like, I'm just going to play defensively and if people are chasing and doing stupid stuff, then I'm going to let them. Um, and then I'll just get a free goal when it kicks out. But if they miss, then I'm still there first. But in the, <laughs> in the higher level games, people just hit it harder, so you're already back for the defense <laughs> in the proper position because they can hit it well. Exactly. That is crazy. <laughs> and so the craziest thing about this for me is like when I'm in, let's say, a lower level lobby, I'll usually just chase and be like, I don't care what any of you are doing. I'm just going to hit the ball to me and then hit the ball again. <laughs> yeah. And it's the it's the complete opposite mentality, because instead of being like, oh, I'm going to. Uh, be very properly positioned and ready for um, literally anything to happen because at this point, literally anything could, could happen, including a constant stream of whiffs. Um, I'm like, no, I'm not going to let anybody else touch the ball. <laughs> okay. I have, a, I have a good analogy for, for our, our both our approaches to playing in slightly lower lo- level lobbies than we're used to. You ready for it? Okay. Have you ever played tennis? Badly. Okay. <laughs> Your strategy right now, kind of in Rocket League, is I'm just going to hit the ball as hard as I can because eventually they're going to break, right? Yes. <laughs> you're, like, you're playing tennis and you're not really aiming anything, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I, I'm playing in a way that eventually they will break. Yeah. And it's because they're bad, so they're not going to be able to return it, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm, I'm playing as I will do... I am so confident in my skill <laughs> that I'm going to play slower and return it not very hard, but in like the perfect, <laughs> like right beside like the corner and the line, you know what I mean? Like a perfect hit every time. And then I'm already be ready for when they're wherever they're about to hit it. You know what I mean? And I'm just going to rally for like 50 <laughs> hits. All right. And eventually win the game because, and this is, this is actually the hardest thing about this style it was you have to be like zen dude yeah like absolute zen of i'm gonna play in a way that essentially every time there's a shot on net it's on me Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna keep concentration for the five minutes or the overtime in a way that the ball will never get into my net i will not make a mistake (laughs) like that is the way that i'm that essentially i kind of had to formulate that playing yeah so you're playing for the I'm going to win 1-0 every single game. But but the thing is, and I think this is the reason that it's it do, it doesn't quite work, right? Mm-hmm. Um or I think it's good that I did that one day cuz I think now when I'm no-braining it, I'm following to some of those tendencies that actually help me win games. But I think the reason it didn't work when I was playing those games is cuz you you want to hit the ball you can play defensively Mm -hmm. well yes you have to force yourself not to hit it and if you get mad then then that's even harder like there's no way you can like keep it in yourself to still be be like playing calm yeah but um is you have to be fully committed and you have to be at a level where you can accept pressure for like 
like you're essentially going to that game and you're like i am i am the wall dude <laughs> like yeah i am this thing that will never get beat no matter what <laughs> i am so much better than these players that i'm confident i will never get beaten by them and then eventually like so this is where it kind of breaks apart because you're kind of like it's a lot easier to be perfect if you're just kind of defending and just kind of hitting the ball from your own net. Mm-hmm. But when the second you try to do like an air dribble or like the second you kind of get mm-hmm. a little more aggressive because you kind of want that goal, it's kind of the second that you've abandoned your strategy. Yep. Because this strategy of being a perfect, like perfect, like defensive rotation person means that you like, can't go on offense ever. It means you can't go on offense ever. Yeah. So that's why it's so impossible. But I think because my natural tendency is to play so chasey, mm-hmm. um, it's actually good for my overall game at this point. Yep. Uh, to to try out some of these things and have really good defense and make some saves and mm-hmm. you know instead of um, I would like I would not recommend this style if you're trying to get better at the game. Um, but I I think I'm pretty confident to say that I think there's a lot of things that are mechanically really good at this game mm-hmm. and like that chasing style I've played for so long that. Um, you know, I, I think I agree that as you're ranking up, it's kind of better to play more chasey just because you need to like practice those mechanics and practice playing fast and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just every time you bump up, you have to adjust to that new speed, right? But once you kind of drop down, filling those holes in your game and filling like that the ability to actually play defense mm-hmm. and make saves is a part of the game as well. Yeah. And when I mean make saves, it doesn't just mean saving the ball, it means saving the ball and then putting it in a position where you're not where you're still in control, yeah. right? Where you still don't give it up in a way that that lets them score. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a proper save. Um, hitting the ball away from your net is like a level one save. If it's going out to somewhere that's still threatening, you're not saving anything. At least at like a higher level. Um, I would say that that starts at like, starts really, really coming down to like bite you in the butt, like at champ two people will really take advantage if you're not saving it properly. But what I think I find most interesting about your solution versus my solution to playing down is that in both cases, we're still doing the opposite of what we naturally play at. Mm. <laughs> Cause at least for a long time, I was very much a natural, like I am a no mechanic player and I am just going to rotate properly and my teammates will eventually be able to hit the net because I'm defensive and I can Which save the ball. absolutely false, by the way. Anyone who thinks Wabs is not a mechanical player, <laughs> doesn't. He's, he's been lying to you, okay? So I started lying, lying about three months ago. I will, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would even say you started lying. Well, when you said this, when, when you became the captain of the Brock team, like the Brock B team for a bit. Mm-hmm. I I think that forced offensive play is probably when you're mecha- like your natural yeah. ability. And when I mean mechanics, I just think like I think what you do very well, which a lot of players don't know how to do, is a first touch that bounces it into a shot. Like yes. So you so yeah. while like I might you know be practicing like close, like getting the ball on top and doing like a flick and stuff, right? Um one of the skills that I think you do very well is you'll get the ball and you'll hit it like off the wall and then hit it right after. Mm-hmm. Um, or your first hit will beat a defender and then you'll get another hit on the ball. Yeah. Um, I actually got which, a air dribble double tap with exactly that. 
um, two days ago, I think. Uh, it just had a, a nice little pop above one person, um, got double jump quickly, got a second touch uh, to the back wall past another who had dived for that. And then it just double tapped it in and it was free and it was great. And everybody was like, damn, you're amazing. And I skipped the replay because I'm humble. <laughs> well, I, I think the thing is, is that I play so much and either I'm like completely like the balls are really tight to my car and I do a flick mm-hmm. or I'm hitting it hard. Right. Like I yeah. don't really have an in-between. And I think one of your best skills is that kind of in-between space yeah. where you're essentially like in a lot of times you have to, you have to essentially know you have this space um, to do it, but like, especially hit off the wall and then you turn and then you hit it again. Right. Like mm-hmm. that is a simple enough skill, but it's hard to execute. But if you can do it well, like it's an easy, like you get, pa- you get past one guy really easily who's challenging you. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of, doing the 50 you're like no i'm just gonna hit i'm here first i'm gonna hit slightly to the side bounce off the wall and then hit it again um and yeah that that helps so much like it just it gives you a lot of opportunities to shoot right while if i catch the ball i'm essentially saying okay i'm gonna flick it perfectly and then get to the ball again and hit it you know Mm -hmm. like that's usually the go-to play or maybe if it's the last defender you can get away with just a flick and scoring but a lot of times like if i'm playing a slower play and the ball's on top of my car, I'm essentially saying I'm going to not mess up this flick, which, you know, mm-hmm. I think as you get better, eventually you don't. But I think your skill is is more impactful in that it doesn't slow down the play and it gets you past the defender. So, yeah, I think that's a really good skill to have. I think that's a stylistic choice that I made, like, very early on, um, where what I want to do when I get the ball is beat somebody and then 50. Or maybe put it into a corner for a pass or whatever, like a, or a pass. Like it's always just okay. My first touch is going to beat one person, and then I'll fifty or do something else to the other, so that one person is on our side, and the other person has committed, and then it's either a two or a three v one, and that's the goal. Um, which you know generally heavily relies on teammates being there to either take the fifty or take the pass or do whatever else. Um, but that's that's the style of play that I developed. Um, probably from watching Flakes and like and uh, K-Dop and Fairy Peak and that type of stuff. Um, even though I'm not a ones player, it's just like oh, people in threes are gonna dive, so I just beat one and then do something to the other, and that's it. We did it. <laughs> which no, which works out really well. It's it's a, a pretty simple way to do it because a lot of people in threes will either accept that the first person is just out of the play and going for a like a pass position, which is something that I also Mm. do. Um, But if you're committing to that first touch badly in such a way that the person that has control of the ball keeps control of the ball, then your challenge does nothing. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it gets in depth. We can talk about this um, in two weeks when I'm back perhaps perhaps as a full, well, I, full section maybe maybe we'll have some q a questions by then Ooh, Who knows? Sure. um but yeah no i i find this so interesting because like i think that middle section like that that first touch that if if the opponent perfectly predicts it usually beats you in the 50 beats you mm-hmm. to it um but like i think there's something to like having that first touch and like worst case you're gonna 50 you're gonna aerial in 50 like yeah that's not necessarily a bad thing I think for me, what I do kind of briefly want to mention here is the idea of the no hit. Yep. 
um, that I do sometimes. So there's something I call the Ocalid 50 <laughs> where you you essentially 50, but you you don't jump into it. Like you, there's no jump. You just you just kind of go forward and you 50. Yep. Um, and you let them hit the ball first and then it kind of works in your favor. I like that. But there's another time where there's sometimes like someone's going to the 50. And if I know I'm going to lose the 50 or get dunked on, mm-hmm. um, but I know the ball is not an immediate threat in my net, I'll literally just rotate out instead of hitting the ball. Yeah. And what ends up happening is I've covered enough of the net, so they're not going to shoot up towards the net. But that kind of play, like that kind of play style is they will just hit it aimlessly a lot of the time and actually relieve pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is something to that as well. The the, the no hit 50. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite 50 is the one where I don't do the 50, (laughs) Um, but it does like obviously the thing is like this is a skill that kind of takes time to get comfortable with. But there's a lot of times in game where I'm like. And uh, we we could we could talk a full episode on like you don't have to hit the ball right in that mentality, (laughs) but like there's a lot of times where it's like I think because I've kind of developed that like, okay, I don't always have to hit the ball. If I don't have a meaningful touch, I'm not going to hit the ball like I'll try to do that a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Um. You can't always do that, but but there are times you can do that, mm-hmm. um, and especially at like that that champ one rank, kind of works in my favor because they just you know I I move out of the way, they hit it, and then it goes all the way up my backboard, around my backboard, and then my teammate gets it on the wall on the other side, like <laughs> or or they hit it, you know they think they're gonna fifty me, so they like jump into it, and then I I uh, yeah I move right out of the way, and then they hit our backboard, and it goes flying the other way, you know yeah that, that's always a good one too. Yeah, you can only really it can do be that. dangerous though. <laughs> yeah, you, that's what I was about to say. You can only really do that when it's like when their angle for a fifty isn't a shot. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But it, it's a very effective thing if uh, there's no immediate threat from their fifty. <laughs> well, like especially if they're diving at you from from like from inside out, like they're going from like the middle of the field to the outside of the field. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of times you can just be like, okay, if I try to 50, they might dunk and it might actually go towards the net. Mm-hmm. But if they hit the ball, it's just kind of roll around the backboard, which I actually think at the higher level is safer sometimes. Yes. Then yeah. like a ball, like bouncing really hard off the, off the backboard towards the net. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah. think we talked uh, a great deal amount and i hope i hope everyone enjoyed the show there was a lot of uh, random things that came up that we could totally have full episodes on <laughs> this this was a beast of an i like it i like it it was a solid episode it's good to have things to talk about mm. um i and i think yeah i think we're rolling we're rolling speaking of rolling let's <gasps> let's uh shout out the roll call to your patrons uh in awesomeness cursor glorious uh, zombie i drink clorox paint raz psych mop go advance thank you all in that in the, in our uh, top tier patrons but also thank you to all our five dollar and three dollar patrons mm-hmm. uh you help us and support us so much that's us of course that's of course yes um, because i sometimes get notified in canadian and it's like i did not think we had a tier of this <laughs> <laughs> of this kind Ooh, um and yeah so thank you all so much for the support uh i hope you enjoy the show well s- i should probably do some homework i should tell people some homework please what should do. my homework be I don't know. My homework for you is, uh, and I think I might have assigned this before, but you know, sometimes you need to assign the homework again mm-hmm. to make sure. It I sticks. think I, I, I've had a lot of fun playing in this tournament. Um, so if you can get a group of two or three players and, and find maybe the local tournament, maybe RSC, maybe uh, indie gaming, maybe you listen to last week's episode. I, I know, um, mixed mentioned some, 
some other places mm-hmm. uh and get involved in a tournament because i think it's a fun way to kind of practice and, and practice playing on a team and yeah practice rocket league that's not just like rank grind and i think there's a big part of this game that has to do with that kind of social interaction and, and having fun with friends and mm-hmm. uh playing on a team with friends so uh that's your homework finding find one find a find a local league find an online league and uh play for fun have have a different goal than just you know ranked uh have a have a kind of team oriented goal yeah um you know and yeah that that's that's your homework all right for myself from rabbits we'll see you next uh week well i'll see you next week in some form or another anyway <laughs> bye-bye bye